Well, it was a weekend in the Premier League. Basically, all the games were chalk. City beat somebody. I don't, I don't remember who. Uh, Tottenham lost. Chelsea drew. And Everton won. So yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty chalk weekend. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're hearing this from, thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from four friends who support different clubs. I am James, and I support Arsenal, the team that I couldn't remember lost to Manchester City. Um, below me is Sean. He is a Tottenham Hotspur supporter. Leeds. He's always a lead a, supporter. A lead supporter now. Um, Brad, next to me, is the biggest Olivier Giroud fan in the world, and he supports Giroud. Giroud. And down diagonally from me, that sour-looking face belongs to our resident Liverpool supporter and probably the most pained man in world football right now, Tamzi. All I feel is pain. (laughs) Pause. And I would say this, Giroud's just not my favorite striker. I believe he's Red Card Radio's favorite striker. He is our most – he is our hands-down most beautiful striker. Like without question, he's, our, he's he's the striker we root for the most. Yeah, true. Yes, Patrick yes, Bamford. that's a good way of saying it. Well, just because Chelsea continually do do him dirty, and but they just always do him dirty, and he's always like two feet out the door. He's and, he's always their best player. Exactly. He's been their best player for like four years. Exactly. <laughs> three. He's only been with the squad for three years. It's like I know he was your best player when he was playing for Arsenal. Yeah, so. I was gonna say. Yeah, he was still your best player when he was. No, Arsenal. that's true. I mean, you can say he was our best player last year and this year. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna quickly pull up the Premier League table so we can take a look at that. But of course, um, City's still on top. I mean, honestly, like the, the league table hasn't really changed much. Um, Fuck is a league table. Uh, we're here for Champions League talk. Yeah, I mean, basically, um, but. You guys can see if you're watching us on YouTube, but um, City's at top. United, Leicester, and West Ham round out the top four. Chelsea's up to fifth. Liverpool's in sixth, followed closely by Everton, um, though Everton have a game in hand. Um, Arsenal dropped out of the top ten today because Leeds won, and now they're both equal on games played. And if we look down to the bottom, interesting fact that I didn't realize about the bottom of the Premier League table, I thought that Fulham were super dead and like there was no way of of catching anyone but newcastle is actually only three points above fulham in 17th position after their loss to united at the weekend so you never know maybe the great uh the great fulham escape still happens who knows well you you forgot one position down there uh 21st tottenham (laughs) (laughs) are already relegated with, yeah, with yeah. what are you like, thirty six points and already relegated is what you're saying. They're, they're about to just who, who's who's leading the championship right now. They're do, they're about to just bring them up and send us down, just banish banish Spurs to yeah. the championship. We got to start with zero points down there. Oh, uh, that I mean, I'd be okay with that. You don't don't get it twisted. But as we're as we're we normally do here, we we talk about about teams in their in their league position um and since manchester city's on top of the table we're going to talk about the manchester city arsenal game first today which is ironic because arsenal are are the least amount of points out of all the four of us but anyway i digress but so things we want to talk about today arsenal manchester city um that you're telling me we haven't won a game since christmas it's march yeah you still haven't eclipsed us. Well, to be fair, um, <laughs> I, I don't know how long your run of form was, but our run of form was at least ten games where we got we got five points out of a potential thirty points um, from. Oh, lit. So that lit. was that one was, but but so things we're talking about. We're talking about Arsenal, City, West Ham, Tottenham, um, Southampton, Chelsea, and then Everton and their glorious victory over Liverpool. Um, then we're talking a little bit about about European football before we look forward to this weekend, the slate of Premier League matches, which I was talking with Sean about before we started today, I think are all very interesting games. I think every game this weekend coming up could be talked about for one reason or another. But we talk, we start at the top of the table with uh, Arsenal hosting City. City won 1-0. Um, was that what we expected? Um, 
Everyone kind no. of no. Okay, it's a no from Sean. What were you expecting? Three oh three one. Okay. So I was actually impressed. Okay. Yeah, that that I I, I share that sentiment. Because it wasn't like they got that. It wasn't like they got that seventy-seven second goal and then parked the bus. Shout out to Mike. I know exactly what that looks like <laughs> when you get the first goal early and then just no attacking. Uh, that's not what City did, and yeah, so I was impressed with the defense for the rest of the game. Yeah, it's it. It makes the loss that much more frustrating that it was a single lapse in in concentration, like seventy-five seconds into the match that caused City to take the lead. Um, and then another added layer of frustration is that like six foot two, six foot three Rob Holding doesn't head a ball out and like a five foot six Raheem Sterling scores a headed goal um, right behind him. That's very frustrating. Um, but generally I was really happy with the way we played, with the way Arsenal played. Um, in terms of like a holistic approach to the game, um, I, it, we didn't look like an 11th place team taking on the eventual champions, in my opinion. Um, I think we looked much better than that. And, you know, we didn't create a lot, um, but City, of course, have very, they're, they have the best defensive record in the league at this point this year. Um, they're a very good defensive team. And so, you know, against like the best teams, you're not going to create a lot. Um, but they also didn't create a whole lot against us um, either. Uh, so it was a pretty interesting defensive game. Um, and this, this, this game definitely spoke to me in a sense that like, it looks like Arsenal are a team that are that are like on a path to getting better, but they're just like wildly inconsistent. And then like one little one little mishap will just derail a game. And so I, I, it, maybe I'm tooting my own horn or like getting myself gassed up over this, but which is probably very likely that I'm gassing myself. That it, it kind of reminded me of like Klopp when he first came to. Uh, Liverpool and that like Liverpool were wildly inconsistent um, and that's why you guys didn't finish well in the first few seasons um, we're not not where you wanted to be finishing um, and that that kind of it, 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 I, I wasn't super disappointed after this game but the only season we were horrendously inconsistent was 15-16 uh, the year Leicester won the title where we finished 8th but made two finals other than that we were pretty much going every year to whatever we were supposed to be going to. I need I need this narrative to stop. Like you can't can't <laughs> keep excusing your shitty managers. No. <laughs> like comparing them to Klopp. Listen, okay. there's four four listen, there's four individually bad performances. Mignolet in the League Cup final. Alberto Moreno in the Europa League final. Carrius in the Champions League final. And Dayan Lovren uh, at City in eighteen nineteen, but can and if those four individual mistake individual games don't happen, Klopp wins every trophy, and the idea that he is like an eventual successor as opposed to instant success is eradicated. I and so I need everybody to get that. Like no, like we need to nip this in the bud now. I'm, I'm 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 gonna disagree with that in just a second, but hold on. He got hired in Liverpool in 2015. 1560, November 1560. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna have to empty the table. Yeah, when... you're not gonna find the best. You're not gonna find your way out of this. Wenger when Wenger was still Arsenal's manager. Conte came in that year, correct? 1516 is the year Conte. Leicester won. Yeah. 1617 is the year yep. Conte came in. Liverpool yep. finished fourth. Yep. Went from eighth to fourth. The year after that, we made a Champions League final. Finished fourth, but we made a Champions League final. Losing our best player in the process. Next year, you won. Next year, we finished second, won the Champions League. The year after that, we hammered the league. And currently going towards relegation! <laughs> Dude, I realized that the, at the end of the Everton game, we finished with 40 points, so we can't get relegated. It's the best. Yeah. We're finishing. Yeah, we got, we're finishing. We no, no, still in relegation zone. <laughs> right. We're, we're, we're <laughs> at the very least finishing 16th. 
All right, Tampi. Think about think about Liverpool in twenty seven in twenty sixteen twenty seventeen. Guys finished fourth. You said this was the year before. That was the that was the year you guys were in the Europa League final, right? No, fifteen sixteen. We were in the Europa League final. Sixteen seventeen. Right, yeah, that's what I said. Where did you sixteen guys... seventeen? We didn't play any Europe. That's 16, right. That's right. Okay. That's we right. were just our only goal was to finish fourth in the league, and, and we you finished did fourth that. in the league. You did that. Yep. Um, thinking, I don't, and, and I don't know if this is really fair to you, but thinking about your performances week in and week out in that season, would you say that they were consistently good? We had one, yes, because we were title contenders until January, and then we lost Joel Matip and uh, Sadio Mane to Afcon, and we just didn't have the depth at that point to like play. Like we just genuinely didn't have. Like backup player that because we only had like a squad of like fifteen players. James Miller was playing left back, which he's still doing now. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> but and so we we ended up tailing off and finishing fourth as opposed to actually being title contenders. Because in the end, Conte ended up walking the league. And that was Guardiola's first season too, yep. and he ended up tanking. Baldi spent like a hundred something million on players, and none of them are here anymore. Okay. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna make that point earlier about uh, you, you said something about City's, City's defense is the best in the league, and I was just thinking, well, if you spend five hundred million on the back line, it better be good. It better be good. Right? <laughs> yeah, but still, like, like yeah, that's their mo. They spend a lot of money, so they're good. But like, it is what it is, right? But. I, 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 I'm not that disappointed in... I mean, Arsenal I agree with your general point that Arsenal didn't play poorly. poorly. Yeah. Okay, they I, weren't, I, like, bad, bad, but, like... I, I will retract my statement of comparison against against Liverpool. But it's kind of true of teams that are building to something that they tend to be inconsistent. Um, yes. And so I, I, I retract my statement about Liverpool because clearly it was wrong. Clearly it was uninformed. Um and my, me- my memory was not serving me well in that point, in that moment. Um, so I apologize. Klopp is the granddaddy of us all. He is very good, and he is clearly the best manager in the league. And he's, we're, cl- he's we're, clearly we're getting, going to win the league this year. We're gonna get we're gonna get a relegation and a Premier League title on our CV. Beat that. <laughs> Beat that. Well, let's, let, let, let's talk about another legendary manager. Um, that that would be the manager of Tottenham Hotspur, Mister a one a one, Jose Mourinho. What uh, explain that loss to me, Sean? What 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 happened there? What's to explain? We suck. <laughs> no, the back line's just not good enough to play what he wants them to do, and he's not. A, of course, he's not going to adapt. It's just not good enough. Okay. As a current stance, there's there's your analysis. I, like I don't even know how to describe it anymore. So it's they seem uninspired or broken down or something. There's no spark in the team. They're probably tired because they don't have any depth. I mean, he mentioned he mentioned was that last game or the game before where he mentioned oh that was the city game where yeah, he yeah. said you know I'm not I'm not super mad at the guys they were they were tired. after sixty minutes or something like that. But okay, yeah. so do you think that Tottenham <clears throat> overperformed in the first half of the season? In that they scored a lot of goals, and that Kane and Son were just out of their mind, um, and that they overperformed, and that now no, we're, just, think, we're coming back to what they what we're, the Spurs are coming back to where they belong. Well, we, well, we're heading towards where we belong, which is the bottom. But uh, it's the most pessimistic. No, no, I think I think fans. people were just seeing how he how Mourinho would use. Spurs players, and then realized, oh, it's the same as he always uses, and just now they just know how to defend it. So that's why there aren't opportunities coming out. Is what I feel. So their teams have just figured out what what Mourinho is trying to do. Well, they've just done the same style for ten years. Yeah, I mean that's a fair point. So you you have no hope left for the rest of the season. It sounds like no. What would you? I mean, like, I generally don't think I don't think Arsenal are going to finish in European spaces, but um, I don't know. You guys are that far off. Well, what I would say is, with your new manager and my new manager, you said um, building towards something um, is is inconsistency. Yeah. 
Well, we're apparently not building towards anything because we're consistently bad. So but, that's but this kind of is building. The, this is the trophy season, though, so you'll end up with the with the EFL Cup. But they won't, though. City are going to slap them in the EFL Cup. Just what City does. Yeah, you have hope for that game, Brad? Did you, I, I, you watch listen, I have hope, and I'm with you. I, I agree. <laughs> but I have hope in the Mourinho uh, second season cup. That always happens. No. <laughs> Is this going to be the year that Big Sam gets relegated and Jose doesn't win a cup? No, because yep. Big Sam's going to quit. Uh, yeah, we're gonna quit in like a couple of weeks. <laughs> Honestly speaking, Europa League's probably our best shot at a go because it's not gonna happen in the League Cup, even though we're already in the finals. So that's tough to say. I don't think any of it is Mourinho's fault. I agree. No. Say, it's Levy. or or, or it, it, no, it's not Levy's either. You don't think? Uh, so. Okay, let me hear this. So there's a there's a current situation going on where uh, there's two different. So basically, there's two different types of players. This specifically applies to forward line players, alright? There's entertainers and there's stat merchants. Alright? And the entertaining players thrive off of crowd support being around. Like, whether it's to prove crowds wrong or to be, like, the center of attention in a crowd. Right? Like, these are, like, your Sadio Mane, Obama Yang, uh, Bergwijn. Bergwijn is not a bad player. At all, under any circumstances. He is fantastic. He was great for Mourinho when he came in last year, in January. And he's still a good player. But it's like, to them, this is this is just an extended training session. They can never get in the zone to perform the way they used to. This is what's happening to Sadio Mane right now. He can't do anything because he's just... He, to him, it's like another training session. And then there's these stat merchants who get like obsessed with like numbers. So, to them... No, nothing changed. So then they just go in and they bang in their goals as it. So that's like your Kane, that's like your Son, that's like your Salah. They don't care about crowd noises or anything. And the team that benefits the most from not having to go to away stadiums is Man City. I said at the start of the season, these robots had the best advantage because they don't have to go away to like tough grounds. Like They don't have to go to Bramall Lane. Like, look at Sheffield. Sheffield are sh- shambles. But last year, they were, like, dangerous at home. Like, you could not beat, beat Sheffield at home. Right? And so, like, th- that's something that has to be taken into context. That's why I don't think it's, like, fair to just level that shit at Mourinho and just be like, well, it's because he's shit. Yeah, I think... That's the team shit, not him. I mean, yeah, but, like, a lot of your attacking players can't perform because they're just not mentally there to perform. I guess I alluded to that. I think you, I think you gave voice to what I alluded to that we that we just look downtrodden, yeah, tired. It's like something. Just not, yeah. some, it's just it's just not inspired play. They look not bored, but they they just look despondent. Players like Kane are always like Kane was always motivated by personal accomplishments. Like he didn't care if you didn't win the like if he cared about winning a trophy, he would have squared it to Sterling in the World Cup. That's it. Yeah. That's just it. If he cared yeah. about winning a trophy, he would have squared it to Sterling in, in the World Cup. But he did it because he doesn't. Kane is more motivated by like individual accolades, how many golden boots he can have, etc. Right? And so these players are not affected by the fact that you're just playing an empty stadium. Right? It's, like it's, I think that the, the, the point I was kinda I was trying to bring up about about like coming back to the average is that if you look at uh, Sun's goal production for the last many, many years, I don't think he ever got above 12 or 14 goals since he's been at, at, at Tottenham. But this season, like, he got the 12 goals incredibly fast, and he hasn't been scoring since. Like, I think he's, what, like, at 13 or 14 goals well, right now? Nobody else has been scoring. But, but, what I, but, but what I'm saying, though, is that he and Kane were – they tore the league apart in the first three months. Like yeah, they couldn't. Kane, Kane was leading assists. They couldn't stop goals. scoring, and now, like I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they way overperformed at the beginning, and this is more indicative of the well, team. That like Spurs the rest were at of the, the team's confidence is low too. So it's not like the ball is going there. 
as frequently as it was yeah, of before. course football is, is a team sport so it's like holistically like issues yeah. I- issues in the, in the in the squad and yeah i get that but like I, I I'm I'm just wondering if if they if they've come back to where they their average where where they should be if they were overperforming before and now they're more, and and I kind of I I was wondering about I was trying to think about your your point about players who who get up with crowds because like the, the the biggest victim of that is Obama Yang yeah right like Obama Yang thrives on being like like what are you in doing? a crowd putting a mask jumping over like that's his like thing right yeah why are you gonna do a front flip with nobody in the crowd right nobody's like, in the crowd so like. yeah like I can totally get like thriving off of energy and like I totally see that as a thing but you would think that that would affect everyone equally like. Like that, they're and and maybe it's different. Like some teams, like you said, that the, the robots from Manchester City are just going to go. But I wonder if that's more either the players that Pep is looking for, or the uh, the type of culture he instills. Well, it's because it's because Pep is the type of manager who demands automation. Exactly, to like, to, and it's absolute. So it's, it's every, more of a culture that's like thing. City, right? No, but like yeah, I mean, kind of. But it's like it, the way he sets up. It's like you have to do this, 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 and you win. And if something goes wrong in that plan, they collapse as a whole. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's why City keep losing in like Champions League games because something goes wrong, which he didn't account for, and then his whole team falls apart because none of them have any idea what else to do. Right. Because he drills that shit into them every day. Like you do this, this, this. That's why like De Bruyne looks so bad playing for Belgium. You just don't have that kind of time playing in, playing for your national team, right? Like you just don't have that kind of, yeah. Like you just don't have that kind of time. Gabriel Jesus is one of the worst strikers I've ever seen play for Brazil. (laughs) Twenty goals a season for Man City. How can he not? He can't score anything for Brazil, right? Like he's he's currently doesn't even get picked for the Brazilian national team, right? Like it's like that. Like they're the, the players that City have are, like, very much more dependent on Guardiola telling them what to do think, yeah. at every stage yeah. than, like... Well, it's, I think it's, and that's why, like... He's a perfectionist. Yeah, he's a perfectionist. Yeah, and everything... His... If... if and he said this in, 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 in press conferences in the past that, like, um, I'm, I'm like they'd win a game or something like that. He'd be like, I'm really unhappy because we didn't play the way I wanted us to play and things like that. It's like it's always like like this is my vision for football, and if we're not doing my vision, then we're doing it wrong, regardless yeah. of outcome. He uh, he benched Henri at Barcelona. That's like the funniest story that Henri tells uh, when he's like, "Oh well, he told me that I have to make this run down this channel all the time," and he and. Henri saying like, oh, and in my head, I've scored 200 plus goals. Like, I know how to do this. So I cut inside, I shoot, I score, and the next game, I'm on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I, I would agree with you that I think that the criticism of Mourinho is unwarranted, but there is a lot of unrest in the fan base in that, like, from what I, what I see on the internet, Spurs fans seem to be pretty done with Mourinho at this point. Yes, I think, I think I mean, that's everybody unfair. is kind of like every, every game that's like lost here is like immediate like uh, meltdown all across. And this is for like every fan base right now. You don't have anything else to do on the weekends besides watch football and stay at home. Misery, yeah, misery. <laughs> and so it's just compounded. It's, so it's I don't think I don't think the hatred towards Mourinho would have been that. It wasn't even that strong last year. They were having similar sort of ups and down results, like. I want to get. I want to set this up before we, uh, before if, if and when we move on. But uh, you na- you nailed a point on City that I didn't think you were going because when you set that up of City being more equipped than any other team to to go to to not play in hostile away environments, I thought you were going because no one shows up to their home game, so they don't. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Nobody shows up to their home game. I thought, I thought that's where like... you were going, and then you went with like an actual, like really thought out technical <laughs> explanation. Be- beating, that's like beating City at home in the Champions League. Is fucking cake. Uh... Like if you win the home game, you're winning the away game. They're fucking. There's no people there. <laughs> so quickly before we move on from this, setting up that joke, and then you went for a technical yeah. explanation. <laughs> but before before we move on from this game. This is the only competition West Ham is playing in for the rest of the season. They're yeah. in fourth place right now. 
They're on a good run of form. Where do they finish? Uh, they finish 10-2 to Bayern Munich next season. Okay. See, so you, <laughs> you got them in the championship. <laughs> really? Seriously? I mean, I think no, Europe... absolutely not. They're, they're going to finish like sixth, maybe. Yeah, I think Europe is reasonable. I, I, I don't think Champions League. Suchek Ball think... has, its, has its limits. But this I... is unfortunate. Suchek Ball has its limits. I don't know. Right, well, I think that's why Lingard was added, though, because now you have Lingard ball with Suchik ball, which has this. What is Lingard ball? This is the most Fugazi <laughs> thing on well, the planet. He, he heard you say Suchik ball, and he was like, "Oh, Lingard ball." Yeah. Well, that's a player I can name from West Ham. That's <laughs> so, so my boy, my boy Rice. That's Declan. Declan Rice. Let's throw it back. That's as long as we're still bringing on Mark Noble, I don't care. Hey, Mark Noble masterclass against Paul Pogba every year. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> okay, so you guys have no faith in West Ham. No, no I, don't, I think they finished like sixth. Finish no, sixth. But, yeah, but I think I they think deserve to be in the top four clown fest that's going to happen. Sixth is a really good finish for West Ham. Sixth yeah, is an incredibly finish good finish for West, for West Ham. Ham. Um, but let's I think it's going to be a dogfight for six for Everton and West Ham. Okay. And then they, and then they go to relegation fodder when uh, fans come back next year. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's talk about Southampton and their very, very vital point. The first point they got since January 4th against Chelsea. Or should we talk about how that's a really bad game for Chelsea? Yeah. More of the same. It was more of this, like, there was no energy in that game at all. <laughs> and I think that showed when uh, Tuchel subs on... Uh, Caleb puts in the doy at halftime. 30 minutes later, yoinks him because he wasn't running. Do you think that Do you think that you guys had your eye on Athletic? I think the team might have. I think... Um, and there were, Zuma at the center of a defense, no. He can take Rudy's spot on the left side, but like having him being the focal point, having him being the Tiago person i just don't think is his best role because i he's never been somebody that like puts people or pushes people or, or is the focal point to kick out of he's just a really solid defender with a great head right the man in the middle in the back three has to be the one that wins all the headers but i think your other two center backs get dragged left okay. and right what so he has to be the one that has to win the header it seemed like you were t- you weren't talking about defensively you were talking no, about from like, like when you had the, the ball the, correct the, being the distributor because Mendy can't be the Mendy's yeah. not a great distributor. Mendy's Zuma is not a great distributor. That's what I'm saying. Zuma is not a great distributor, and having him as the focal point in the back line when we're playing from the back, I don't think was a great decision. I think he. I think Zuma's best pairing is is like is in a backfield of four, where he can be the other central defender, but doesn't have to worry about positioning and pushing people and moving the ball himself. He just passes yeah, it. To but he would have to do it even if he even if he wasn't a back four. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch this game, um, mostly because I was not going to suffer through Southampton and Chelsea. I just think Hasselhoff ended up matching better against Tuchel Ball instead of just standing in as like a as like a traffic cone. This players like press harder, and Takumi Minamino scored a goal, banger. That's yeah, and that's exactly what they're looking for. Was one counter attack. Hashtag upset. <laughs> well, I mean that's what that's what that's what. Has him a little play. He plays Gagan press, so you got Gagan press. So yeah, um, he's not wrong. Sorry, <laughs> okay, well, are we, uh, we down to right. Liverpool slander now? Yeah, we're we're here yeah. for that. We're, we're oh, here yeah. for Liverpool slander. Go uh, get, get that fat Brazilian out of my club ASAP. <laughs> which which one? Fucking Firmino. <laughs> the man who has a Firmino stand, uh, Firmino stand Twitter account. Bro, my fucking dog is named after Firmino. <laughs> the cop. The cop is no, named after Bobby. No, no like it, it is time to let go. Like that sounds like what that. that thanks sounds thanks like for the Firmino. memories. <laughs> Well, I saw, like, you tweeted something or you retweeted something about players who get up with crowd with entertainers, and someone was positing on Twitter that Firmino's an entertainer. Right, no. Like, that's what someone said, and you, you Firmino retweeted. Firmino wasn't even good last season. 
It just didn't matter because Mane and Salah were still banging in goals left, right, and center. So you think he's like, been dead? That, yeah, he's been dead for like two years. Dude, Firmino died when he stopped spiking his hair. Yeah, I saw that, I saw that tweet too. I saw that it's, tweet. It's, ever since he stopped doing his hair and like, I, this is, he's lost all his will, man. I missed Firmino from 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I, I texted you this after the game. And you didn't respond because we weren't sure if you just took a dive in the Potomac or not. Because um, you didn't respond to our text messages for like three days. But I killed I, three bottles of Jaeger in two days. <laughs> it was one of those weekends. Um, hashtag single life. Um, Big but, facts. <laughs> <laughs> but Good pace, if you ask me. I, I messaged you and I said, this feels like it was the perfect time to lose to, to, lose to Everton at home. In that the season's already shit. Your unbeaten run at Anfield was already gone. You might as well rack up all of the best, all of like the, the most terrible like things that can happen to you in a season. Get all of those in right now so that you don't have to think about them anymore. Imagine caring about home records in an empty stadium. Like Functionally, all these stadiums are the same. I agree with you, but that was something <laughs> that, that you lot were kept talking about was that we hadn't lost since... Because we before the United game, you were saying that like the most important thing about the United game was not losing to United at home. At home. <laughs> because, and so now, now, you've, now you've had four in a row, and yeah, it's like, now, man, that's so but such... Now, but, but now that we've been smashed by Everton, who cares about home records anymore? <laughs> like, okay, all right. Got it, got it. We are just goals, all right? Understood. We're trying to win, trying to win the UEFA Conference League next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Champions of the Conference League—you'll never <laughs> sing that. <laughs> Some, someone's here for the Super League. Um, Absolutely, <laughs> bring me the European Super League. Do you see that penalty that Everton got? No, no, no. Bring me the European Super League. I'm sick, sick of this. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> any any chance you guys finish in the top four? Fuck sake, top four. I got. You know what? You know what? Honestly, if we don't make top four, I hope we finish ninth. Yeah, but that's the problem is that you guys aren't going to finish. It's this seems like it's a a season written all over where you guys finish fifth, and it's just like pain. And hopefully, it's fifth and win the Champions League for in your position. But it seems like seems like Thursday night in Azerbaijan is on the is on the menu for uh you know what fall if, of twenty twenty one. If if we get to if we get to pimp out Divock Origi <laughs> to to like Kosovo farmers, like then it's then it's gotta be. <laughs> then it is what it is. <laughs> If this is the only way we get to get him off the books. And this is what it is. So I, I kind of it's wonder insane. if if you guys finish in the Europa League next year, is is your disdain for the Europa League is your is your no care meter going to be? Are you guys going to care as little as Italian sides care about the Europa League or don't care about the Europa League? Oh, dude, who's going to care? We're going to keep this like the, the the fucking the the League Cup. <laughs> the same level of disdain as the league. Cup. I forget somebody was. We were uh, Brad. I think you texted us on Thursday about Napoli getting smashed in the Europa League, and I was like, "That's just what Italian clubs do in the Europa League. They, yeah, they, they could care. not. They yeah. could not care any less about about the Europa League." Um. So I, I don't know. For me, it. it uh, it this this kind of has fifth written all over it. In Dude, my, the in only my... club that cares about the Europa League is Sevilla. I don't know. I don't know. And they're still in the top sixteen. Arsenal, and they're still in champs. Arsenal really care about the Europa League this year. <laughs> uh, because I don't know if you guys heard it, but uh, Arteta said after the uh, City loss that Thursday was a final for us. That uh, Ooh. If, we if we don't treat Thursday like a final. Then, uh, man, I'm just here for the Steven Gerrard inevitable uh, Europa League win. I'm not here for that because that means we didn't win the Europa League. Yeah, dude, better than Lampard as a player, better than Lampard as a manager. Let's go. What's up? (laughs) I'm I'm all right with that slander. Yeah, right. I'm not okay with this timeline because Uh, it means that we are not in the Champions League. I just honestly, I don't even care if Rangers win the Europa League, but if I am begging. For Rangers to draw United. Oh, that Run down the touchdown. Kiss the camera again when they win. 
Let's go. Oh, that would be that would actually be really really iconic. Um, I would be down for that. That, that would make Thursday night football Let's interesting. Go. Let's do that. Okay, well, when we're talking about European football, let's keep, t- keep talking about European football. Uh, Chelsea beat Atletico today with an up. I told it last week. Like, okay. Atletico were fucking bottle jobs. They're not going to fucking do it. Yeah, to be fair, this was a freak freak goal. Um, it was... I, for those of you who hadn't seen the goal... Uh, Live by the shithouse, die by the shithouse. Yeah, I guess. Giroud scores... <laughs> it was amazing. Giroud scores an overhead Giroux. kick from a obviously offside position um, to be given offside only for it to come back that the person who last played intentionally played the ball was an athletic player therefore he was onside and his overhead kick stands it was kind of an absurd uh, yes. an yes. absurd sequence I of live by the shithouse die by the shithouse money mace misses the ball and drew scores i don't even think mace They're missed amazing. the ball i think they both were kicking it but can i i'm, I'm going to complain for a moment about the uefa's production here of var it was god awful like yes. instead of showing- I think it's in romania honestly i think it's cuz it's in romania as somebody who works in tv production like that that's that shit's from site and I feel like that's exclusively because it's from Romania. Why are they? Why is the VAR center in Romania? No, but like the the production of those cameras are all done for the 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 guy who's going to be where the game is. That, yeah. yeah, that VAR footage into your replays is a guy that's sitting in a truck right <laughs> outside the stadium. Yeah, he just doesn't have the capacity to do it. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I, I am disappointed. He pushed the right buttons for the game. Just yeah, he's, he's, just, he's just doing his best. All right? well, <laughs> he needs to get let go because that the best was not very good. He was on a cigarette. I need. I need a. He if, might be the best there though. Like, yo, I can switch through scenes on a on a really terribly produced podcast. Okay, I think <laughs> I think he can pipe in the the VAR cameras, please. You think? You think UEFA can get that money there? I think they, they can find somebody that can do it. It's, um, it's some guy in a truck outside the stadium, bro. Bro, TV production trucks are really dope. I wish I had a TV production t- truck. Do you want a TV production truck in, in Romania? Have you seen yeah, I was, was going to say, you're, you're yeah. acting like this is ESPN, brother. This is probably like an actual like S10. And he's yeah. over I refuse, That's his truck. I refuse to accept this 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 timeline. That that you guys are this slandering this that you guys are defending this guy just because he's in Romania, I refuse to accept this. It's like a 1993 Mazda shortbed. <laughs> UEFA sends the equipment. <laughs> no, it's a it, it's a Toyota, bro. It's anyway. Eastern Europe. Anyway. Oh, no, it's, anyway. it's a 93 Tacoma. Okay, yes, we're moving on, we're moving on from slandering Romanian <laughs> Toyota. It's a fucking Izumi, bro. <laughs> Liverpool's currently up 2-0 on Leipzig. Um, That's a big win. Yeah, last, last week was big. Um, you guys, both these teams are clearly going through. Um, City play... Uh, who do they play? Tomorrow or this weekend. It's a German team. Oh, they play Gladbach. Yeah. They're going to smash them. They should. About 6-0. 6-0. Um, yeah, other than that... Oh yeah, so, but uh, Spanish football completely dead, which is cool. Oh yeah, we the world has progressed past the need for Dude, Spanish football. I'm, I'm all about Atlanta slapping, slapping Real Madrid up yeah. and down tomorrow. That would be up and down tomorrow. I'd be all about and, that. Uh, also, Juventus are going out. Shout out to your brother if he if he's listening. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't try and I wouldn't put any bets on that yet. Uh, I am betting the house. They're not going through. I, I, uh, I think, I think that's a foolish bet. Uh, I think that Juve still goes through. But I'm anyway. So the Champions League for for you guys seems really good. Um, I don't see unless Luis Suarez goes crazy in in London, which I guess is possible. Uh, it doesn't seem like Atleti had anything. Um, Clearly, Liverpool are gonna aren't going to lose a two goal, a two away goal advantage against Leipzig. Um, what a bet! <laughs> we both watched your, like your house again. Your house again? 
Yeah. <laughs> Tottenham is up four one on four one on on uh, Wolfsburg. Uh, you guys are clearly going through because you have four away goals. The one one game that's probably not going to go my way. Benfica is probably going to score a goal in the like ninety third minute on Thursday and win one nil in Athens to uh, progress past Arsenal in the Europa League, and then I'm just not going to be here next week. So. Wait, so Benfica right. has the has the away goal advantage? No, Arsenal have the away goal advantage right now. Okay, sorry, I, but, I, that's what I was asking. So last season, Arsenal beat Olympiacos 1-0 in Greece. And then when Olympiacos came to uh, England and beat Arsenal, but they scored a goal in like the 93rd minute or something, or like the 91st minute or something like that. And then Aubameyang missed, missed an empty net like um, 30 seconds later. Um, and then... As a parting shot, the, Olympiacos gave the, everybody in Arsenal COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As if they all got COVID. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So not not only did they knock us out of the Champions League, but they also killed English football for four months. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Olympiacos, which is the stadium that the Arsenal Benfica games being played as Olympiacos stadium. So. This is just, this has uh, this has nothing good written all over it for Arsenal, and we're going to again be lamenting the fact that uh, Obama Yang and Saka missed sitters in the last match. Um, but Willian masterclass. What was that? Willian masterclass. Oh, it's coming. Bring him on. There's no start him. There's no way. Please Bro, do not start him. Can can we please get like a copy of his contract? Because I think Sean's correct in that he has to play every game. To this contract, dude. I don't think I want to see it. Like, I think <laughs> it's, it's yeah, like maybe there's like an incentive that he gets paid less if he plays so many games. <laughs> and so and so Arteta is trying to save the club some money. He's trying to burn through or three maybe, seasons worth of starts for him. Three maybe, seasons worth of games. Maybe it's like an what? appearance cap. Like he you know, he signed a three year contract, but he can only appear, you know, seventy five times for the club over this over those three years at 75 games, the, the contract... Oh, he's trying to get it all out in one season. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, a, a man can hope, though. Um, but he's, he's probably out of the shop window every time he comes on for 30 minutes hoping some Chinese billionaire will buy him. Please, please, uh, Shanghai... Evergrande! Yeah, yeah, please, please... Um, Inter, inter inter Miami, please anyone, um, but Charlotte FC, Charlotte, Charlotte, FC. yeah, you guys need a you guys need a, a retired Brazilian to come play for you. <laughs> let's look. Let's let's talk about these weekend these games coming up this weekend. So I was looking at the games coming up, and I was looking. I said, okay, that's a good game. That could be a good game. I literally on our on our on our rundown, I put every single game um, for one reason or the other. Um, but just quickly, City play West Ham. That's first, first, fourth. Um, Leeds play Villa. Um, that's going to be a goal fest. Uh, Leicester play Arsenal. And we're clearly talking about that because Brendan Rodgers has some voodoo over Arsenal. Um, Chelsea United. That's you know kind of in in the last twenty years since Chelsea became a football club. That's been a that's been a big rivalry or like a big game in English football. Got a couple trap games. Uh, Burnley has a trap game against Spurs. Uh, Sheffield has a trap game against Liverpool. And Everton has a trap game against Southampton. But then we have three relegation games, like important relegation games. West Brom play Brighton and Hove. Newcastle play Wolves. And Palace play Fulham. Like, literally any any one of those ten games like deserves being talked about for one reason or another from like a story perspective. This clearly, is a really good clearly week. we're not going to talk about stories. We're not going to talk about all ten games. Um, yeah, because some of them are easy to predict. Like, yeah, uh, of course, city city smacking West Ham for four. Is, of course, is predictable. But did, uh, did you guys hear that uh, Villa banned its players and staff from playing uh, FPL because that's how the uh, Grealish injury got out? Yeah, and Brad, they for the teams. Brad, Brad's talking about the fantasy, fantasy, pre- fantasy, fantasy Premier League. League I'm fantasy. sorry. Yeah, for the fantasy Premier League because they all dropped Grealish and that's how the injury got out. Yeah, I mean, that's stupid. That's stupid. Like how? It is. Like if I was Brendan Rodgers. Oh no, continue. Go ahead. If I was a Villa player and like one of my teammates did that, 
I would be so unreasonably upset with them. Like it's it's not really like a big deal like that that the that the injury got out. But like the stupid manner in which it got out because players are playing fantasy football and dropped him from their team so they could score more points on fantasy football like yeah come on like i would be so i'd be so mad um yeah i'd be so mad yeah Um, the reason i think you remember the manchester derby when uh rashford could have scored but he chose to dive instead of it instead of scoring yeah yeah. right i fully believe it's because he has bruno captain on his fucking fantasy (laughs) team (laughs) that was was your comment afterwards i think (laughs) <laughs> like I fully believe it's because he has Bruno captain that is fantasy team. There was no reason he could have scored. He could have. I remember scored. you bringing that up. Right. Yeah. Like, I think he was saved by the fact that he was offside. Right. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is uh, is a cursed man. See, he wants to play this like beautiful, expansive. Uh, we hold the ball for ninety percent of the time, sort of game. And he's always stuck in teams that are just tailor-made to play counter-attacking football with as little possession as possible. That's why he looks miserable every game, even though he's winning. <laughs> he sounds good being miserable, at least. <laughs> Will we show a lot of character? <laughs> That's true. The boy show character today. Yeah, he's going. To, he's going to slap Arsenal. Arsenal are going to lose like three. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Jimmy Vardy's having we, a party. We can't for whatever reason. Leicester is our boogeyman, and we never play well against against Leicester. This has a, a red card written all over it for uh, for someone. Jacques has been having some iffy iffy performances recently. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets sent off. Bellerine maybe that that maybe Bellerine. Hector's had some <coughs> some shit house going on that could come up. Um. Brad, what's going to happen to the Chelsea United game? Chelsea keeps up its form. That's better. United. Oh, United? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be nil-nil. The most <laughs> dire nil-nil we're going to see all weekend. Like, eye-gouging nil-nil. Really? And then... Uh, and then uh, I'm taking going to get battered by Sheffield. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a 3-0 in the Chelsea United game. To who? United. United? Okay. That's a bold call saying there's going to be three penalties. Edison Cavani is going to go ham on uh, on Chelsea. <clears throat> a Bruno dive. It's possible. Bruno hat trick from the spot, huh? It's possible. I'd, be, wow. I'd actually be okay with that. That would be incredibly hilarious. Bruno like, captain on <laughs> Yes. Keep what my captain on these, no. tra- these trap games. Mm. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Brad, go, go ahead. I mean, I, th- I think Chelsea wins. I okay. think we're still playing well, or we, we played well today, and if we keep that same form, plus United plays before us, I mean, they're winning 4-0, so they're probably not trotting out anybody. But I, I think, think Chelsea wins 4-0. I mean, so you guys play Tuesday, United play Thursday, and the game's Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Thurs- Thursday, Sunday's not that bad. Like, well, and also and- they're up 4-0 on aggregate, so they're not playing anybody. Yeah, and I think the game's in – in England this weekend. I don't know. Maybe they had to travel for restriction purposes. I don't remember. But yeah, they're going to play the children or a mixture of the children and Pogba. Um, (laughs) uh, And it won't be a thing. I don't know. I just, uh, it seems like... uh... Oh, we're getting uh, battered. This is a trap game for Sheffield. (laughs) That's what I said. We're getting getting fucking battered by Sheffield United because we've been cyberbullying them all season, and it's about time they they get the the villains get their comeuppance. (laughs) It's about time we got our comeuppance from from Chris Wilder. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, uh, how many points does Chris Wilder have right now? Um, What is it like? uh, He's got he's got eleven points. Eleven points. Yeah, I think he still only has three subs. Uh, (laughs) But okay. uh, you 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 have no confidence in that game. Absolutely not. We're getting hammered. So this game is probably on Saturday, or Sunday. It on, it's on Sunday, and then you okay. guys do you guys play do you guys play Wednesday in the Champions League? Yeah, that's, that's not bad. Like, like, well, I guess maybe Klopp might protect some midfielders. Well, I guess you you guys don't have any players that you can't no. protect. You everybody's <laughs> injured. Everybody has to play. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Was that Champs League isn't, I was going to say Champs League isn't until the next, until the 10th. For you. For Liverpool, too. They play. We play Liverpool next, March 4th, so Sunday, Thursday. I I'm looking at Liverpool's schedule right now. I don't understand what you're maybe, saying. Maybe there's a week gap between. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because we have like four games. Chelsea's got like a heck of a – it's like United, Liverpool. Yeah, then we play, yeah, then we play uh, Everton, Leeds. Yeah. Sunday, March 7th, we play Fulham, and then we play Leipzig. So, yeah, there's a week up. Week okay. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was trying to – because like we play them sun, uh, Thursday. Oh, okay. And then – yeah. And then it's Everton, Leeds, and then we go back. Then we play Atleti at home. So oh, that's how they, they yeah. do the they do the Europa League draws on a Monday, right? That's why there's always a week off in between. Oh, so okay, we gotta do your draws. I don't again. know. I've I keep us all from playing. I don't remember how the the Champions League operates. It's been so long. <laughs> Anything interesting uh, you guys think could could happen in uh, these these relegation games? Uh. I think Brighton have been playing awesome. I think I mean Brighton should smash West Bromwich. They've been playing really good. That one's the least interesting of the three. I'm with you. I think uh, Newcastle. The, yo, Brighton's the most annoying team because they should be scoring way more than they they are. Brad, stop messing with the run. I fixed it. I fixed it. I almost messed up the timeline. But I'm sorry, Tamsi, and I apologize. What were you saying? Okay. His dog's barking. Dog. He can't talk. Ah, okay. I got it. He must see must see somebody outside that he needs to go. She needs to go bite. Um. So th- the most interesting game here, I think, is Newcastle Wolves. Um. If Wolves beat Newcastle, which they should, and then Fulham beat Palace, equal on points at twenty five, Fulham go above Newcastle on goal difference. Um. Yeah. That would be Palace s- uh, or uh, Newcastle tank job. That would be yo s- if. if- if fucking Newcastle go down, I want Alan St. Maxon. I think if Newcastle go down, we all need to send a case of beer to Sean for calling that like <laughs> yeah, two months ago. Yeah, he's got a case of Newcastle beer. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will, I will take that because I, I watched them. I was forced through one of their games about four or five weeks ago and thought this is the worst team in the league other than Sheffield. Yeah, that would be something. Yeah. Else. Yeah, my, my buddy Newcastle fan so, would agree with you. That starts Joe Linton and Andy Carroll up top together <laughs> deserves relegation. Like Steve Bruce will never see heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that this is, is terrible. The highest order. Like he'll never see it. I'm I'm probably gonna butcher this name, but Almeron. 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 I think I was trying too hard the first time and then got it right the second. Um, his eyes look like mine every time I watch Newcastle. He's always like <laughs> his eyes are really wide. Yeah, you take your take your glasses off and do that again because you're. The... It's you just, um, uh, yeah, his eyes look like mine do every time I watch Newcastle. Like, why is this allowed on TV? I I would love for the the timeline where where Newcastle loses this weekend, but my boy uh my boy Joe Willick and. Uh, is going to carry them to a victory this weekend, I think. I don't know. That's Got it. That, yeah, yeah. I'm like Yeah, so I think that's the most interesting of those games, um, uh, at least in the in the relegation. Leeds play somebody really good. Villa. Leeds play Villa. Villa. Oh, yeah. That's Leeds play Villa, yeah. That's going to be a great Leeds game. Leeds Villa is going to be a great that's probably, the, that's probably the game of the weekend. Yeah, it's Leeds. I would say so. It's, it's, game. Game. it's Leeds Villa. Yeah, I had a ball today watching Leeds. <laughs> Right, like <laughs> I just had fun. Rafinha needed at my club ASAP. I uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I texted the group where I was just like, "Wow!" After watching so much Spurs, this is what it's like to enjoy watching football again, huh? <laughs> this is fun. I remember this feeling. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> I don't. Meanwhile, Pochettino's out here battering Barcelona. <laughs> that was uh, I'm 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 all for it. I am yeah. all for if PSG win. I Pochettino deserves. Yo, I, I wouldn't mind PSG winning the Champions League only for the slander that goes to for the haha's. Yeah, that'd yeah. be real funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's he's better in Barcelona with Angel Di Maria and Kurzawa. 
on the team. Like, I don't know what he's pulling off over there, but he's doing it. I mean, he also has Kylian Mbappe and, and Neymar. Yeah, well, I conveniently left that one out. The small player. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Well, Neymar is uh, missing his sister's birthdays. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, in, he's Neymar's in Brazil. He's, so. take, he's yeah. taking he'll his be, he'll be back. four weeks off at this time of year for a foot injury. Yeah. Every year. Every year. <laughs> Every year without fail. He really loves Every his year. sister and doesn't ever want to miss a birthday party, I guess. Um, but I think that's all we got. I think that's all we got for 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 the people tonight. Um, but That's a good week. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so that next to me at KSBradG. Uh, get at him on Twitter. Uh, below me at whiteheart underscore sean diagonally that's, a, that's, a, that's only until i find out uh something the name of Leeds stadium something and then it'll be that leads yeah yeah it was ellen road ellen road yeah ellen ellen road. Road. as an aside did you know that uh didn't didn't spurs sell leads um the turf in the grass. transfer window the yes grass. we they, they were playing on our grass today and it hadn't quite took yeah, they they well they, they laid it a couple weeks ago. Anyway, I digress. Um, or not di- today, but yeah. Diagonally from me is at Firmino's dentist. Uh, he's hey guys, send hey guys, all, send him all of your pain. Okay, and Brad's got our Snapple what? Snapple fact of the day. Please. What was the number one song out when Arsenal last won the the Premier League? May of '04. Sounds like a cool. '03. Oh four. Oh four. Oh three. So Google Oh three. May of May of oh four. Do you not Principal season happen? Bro. Oh. <laughs> so you got the wrong stat? Well, I'll find it in a second. It's easy. <laughs> Thanks. Still the same question. Pain. Pain. So much pain. I think it's uh some Kanye West song. This is, uh, high quality production here. Uh we're professionals. High quality production of these this, this, facts. this is the Romanian Yeah. This is the Romanian TV TV truck production here. That's that's Reggie is. All right, Brad. It's so who, who's song. the number one song in 2004 then? Usher, yeah. I'm still there. Thinking. We go. It was the biggest song all year. <laughs> uh, wasn't this was the same big. question you asked us? Like, wasn't Usher the number one song last time you asked us one of these questions? It was for. Uh, it was a different one. It was last time. Uh, Tottenham won a trophy in 2008. He had a different song then. Brad, I need you to diversify your Snapple facts. These are these are billboard facts. These are lackluster. And you need to you need to, if you need to get your uh, your uh, your baseline shit talk right uh, and figuring out how you're going to attack somebody. Um, but okay, that's it. That's since, red. That's, since he, that's red card. Since he flopped, I got one. Okay. The, sure. uh, there's a list of the 40 worst flops. Uh, of signings in the Premier League history. I just wanted to point out that the third one was a free transfer. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Is, no, is, is number one Alexis Sanchez to Manchester United? No, this this number three was uh, uh, Ali Dia Dijon to Southampton, free transfer. Oh, Ali Dia! Let's go! <laughs> number one was Shevchenko, by the way. class, Ali Dia! Let's go! <laughs> Ali Dia, basically, Ali Dia's story is that he, uh, because back then, like, transfers weren't as, like, detailed as they are now. So Ali Dia was basically like, hey, I'm Georgia Way's cousin. And nobody decided to, like, double check this. (laughs) So, (laughs) Graham Sudess signed him to Southampton. And then Graham Sudess, uh, played him. For four minutes, and then took him off immediately. <laughs> and don't you figure this out in training? All right, that's all. That's I, I apologize to everyone who had to listen to the last three minutes of this. You're never gonna get that time back, and I'm sorry, but please come back next week because we need you. Um, but this has been. This I'm is, gonna turn my Twitter account to an Ali Dia fan account. Right? <laughs> there you go. All right, this is Red Card Radio at Red Card underscore Radio. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the thumbs up button or whatever it is. I don't know about, but just do the bell icon. Do the bell icon. Do those things and send us comments and all that good stuff. Um, But this was our look at the Premier League after match day twenty-five. We'll be back at you next week with our look 
at the Premier League after match day 26. Good night. We love you.